Greetings, friends, and welcome to Dr. Darian's Musings. My name is Darian Duckworth, and every week it is an honor to reflect with you upon God's goodness in the world. I invite you to join me in a breath prayer based on Scripture, and then it'll be followed by the audio version of this week's written musing. My prayer for you, as always, is that you will give yourself permission to pause and reflect on God's goodness for a few moments, to hear His voice, and perhaps see Him at work in a new way. And now, let us listen to him together. Let us take a moment now to take a deep breath in wherever we are and slowly exhale that breath. Let us take another deep inhale, centering our awareness on Jesus and fully exhale, releasing and letting go of that which you do not need. Let us inhale again together Focusing on his goodness and exhaling, releasing praise and glory to him. And let's connect this scripture now to our breath. Psalm 38 verse 15 reads, In you, O Lord, I hope. You will hear, O Lord, my God. In you, O Lord, I hope. You will hear, O Lord, my God. In you, O Lord, I hope. You will hear, O Lord, my God. Inhaling, in you, O Lord, I hope. Exhaling, you will hear, O Lord, my God. Inhaling, in you, O Lord, I hope. Exhaling, you will hear, O Lord, my God. Inhaling in you, O Lord, I hope. Exhaling, you will hear, O Lord, my God. Inhaling in you, O Lord, I hope. Exhaling, you will hear, O Lord, my God. The Gospel According to While You Were Sleeping It was only last year that I realized the 1995 film While You Were Sleeping makes a great Christmas movie. Though it wasn't released at holiday time that year, it is set at Christmas time and involves a few miracles, as all romantic comedies do. It tells the story of Lucy, played by Sandra Bullock, who works for the Chicago Transit Authority. One Christmas day, as she works in the token booth of a train station, a man whom she has admired from afar is pushed onto the railroad tracks. Lucy jumps onto the tracks, saves his life, and goes to the hospital to check on him. He is in a coma, and after a couple of humorous miscommunications, his family comes to believe that she is the man's fiance. Shenanigans ensue, and it's well worth your time to see what happens next. That's the basic plot of the first 30 minutes. But there was one particular moment in those opening scenes that have led me to muse on this sweet movie today. Lucy's boss, named Jerry, approaches her and asks her to work on Christmas Day. She initially resists, but Jerry starts to say, Lucy, you're the only one, and she completes the sentence by saying, with no family. Lucy had lost both of her parents and did not have any immediate or close family. 
As uplifting as the overall film is, I paused here to ponder this idea of having no family. This is the time of year where a lot of our activities do revolve around some sort of family unit. It's also this time of year where we need to be attentive to the Lucys around us. Family doesn't always have to be a blood relative. Family can be the people we find as much as the people we are given. We have an opportunity to stop and consider what the word family really means to us and to be sensitive to others' experience with their own families. This past Sunday, as we reflected on Psalm 72 in worship, we remembered the composer, King Solomon, came from a really dysfunctional family. Yes, he was king. Yes, he was wealthy. And yes, he had plenty of siblings and cousins and <clears throat> wives. That's another story for another day. He had grown up not only in courts of royalty, but in shadows of grief, of jealousy, and even murder. It's an understatement to say that family is complicated. Even as Lucy gets roped into the Callahan family and while you were sleeping and finds herself loving and being loved in the best of ways with them, there's that one little issue that she's never even met the man to whom she's supposedly engaged. And yet God, and yet God chose to become part of this great big human family, to enter into the world and to the people he created, to be born of a virgin who was well acquainted with loneliness, dysfunction, and the messiness that comes with relationships. She gave birth to a son whose blood would be shed so that a new family might be born. This holiday season, let us pay attention to what family means to us and be aware of what it might mean for others. Let's identify and embrace those who feel they have no family and let us empathize with those whose family just feels a little crazy. Let us remember that while most of the world was sleeping one night long ago, a baby's cry rang out in Bethlehem to signal that we would never be alone again. Thank you so much for listening to God with me today. To read this and other musings, learn more about Christian yoga, find resources on grief, and much more, visit my website, darianduckworth.com. A link is in the show notes, as well as a link to the written version of this audio musing, which includes the song, Song of Solomon by Martin Smith. I look forward to visiting with you again next week, friends, and until then, all good things to each of you.